pinch me. (laughs) I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness, Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, sarahnoose.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah Noose, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. So fun. So we are getting lots of feedback on the ending of our podcast. We need to step it up. We do need, but nobody's offering suggestions. Yeah. They're just saying it's bad. And funny. Who said it was bad? Well, probably Megan. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, she didn't say it was bad, but it's like, you guys need to come up with a closing. So we are working on it, but I'll just warn you, we don't have one, but we're going to give you the meat and then you can turn us off if you don't like our closing. Okay. We'll warn you that it's going to be closing time. (laughs) I won't sing this time. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Adam, you do a lot of things well, but singing ain't one of them. Ain't one of them. Nope. But I have guitars. I have all sorts of musical instruments. You that do. I can't play. Nope. You can't play them. But I try though. Yep. Give it a whirl. Okay. So chapter nine. Mm-hmm. My favorite chapter. Oh, you're so nice. It's actually your self-proclaimed favorite chapter. It's my favorite chapter. And really funny that it's just the chapter that. When we were trying to go with a publisher, uh-huh. it is probably the number one reason this got self-published uh-huh. because the publisher thought this should be taken out. Yes. And you said, see ya. Peace. Yeah. You said closing. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> no, it's dun, dun, goodbye dun. or so long. Farewell. And then we'll leave it at that because I don't know. It's like all lots of words. So but, anyway, okay. this was the... One chapter that you had to have in the mm-hmm. book, no matter what. Right. And you were willing to pass up on what might have been a great deal, yep. might have been a terrible deal. Yep. They might have changed the whole name of your book. Right. But. Yes. This became your book. Yes. The way you want it. Right. Yes. And chapter nine was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Chapter nine is titled Graham. And it is my favorite book because I learned so much about life from my grandmother and the publishing company knew it was a business book and didn't feel like these lessons that I learned were business related. However, if you read the book, they are, they're business related because how you do life with people is how you should also do life in business. And she was just an epic person, just so incredibly amazing And I just learned so much from her, so I couldn't not have her in the book. So, yes, we said no to the publishing people, especially when they said we needed to cut this and that they might change the name of my book. So that was neither of those things were going to happen. And you refused. (laughs) I did. I can be stubborn sometimes, but I just felt so passionate about this and, you know, I don't know. I just, I wanted it and I wanted it to honor her. I wanted it to help people because I really believe what I learned from my time living with her was so valuable and I wanted her legacy to just live on. I wanted 
our grandchildren, our great grandchildren to know how awesome she was. And so there you go. You know, I'm lucky that I got to meet Graham, Mm -hmm. but I remember, I think I met Graham like way too early in our relationship Mm -hmm. to realize like who I was meeting. Yes. And luckily I don't think I knew any stories going into it, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of pressure on meeting Graham. There's a lot of pressure. I think there's more pressure meeting her than meeting your parents. But luckily, I met her so early on that I didn't realize like how important that was. Yeah. Yeah, you met her early on. Do you remember her first comment about it you? had a hat, something she, hat related? She asked, does your, does your boyfriend only wear a hat? And I think just being maybe more old-fashioned, she couldn't believe that. You walked inside in a, in a baseball cap. And if you know Adam, he only wears baseball caps. And so, you, but here's the other thing. You let everything roll off your shoulder. So I kind of said something like, you know, she was wondering why you're always wearing a hat. So, you know, if you don't want to wear a hat today and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. And then you walk in in a hat and I'm like, all right, well, whatever. But she loved you. <laughs> like she loved you. So that's good. Maybe that's why she liked Chris. Chris always kept his hat off. Well, and he's like... It's not as much of a hat wear. Yeah, and he's super like clean cut and she really likes dimples. So, (laughs) sorry, babe. (laughs) Yeah, she calls him wow because she thinks he's so good looking. So, uh, did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I did know that. You have a good personality. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, she thought you were very handsome as well. But I just remember the first comment was that you wear hats a lot. So, but... She's also a sports fan, so she gets that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yes, Graham is awesome. And we are so lucky that you were actually, do you remember the first time you met my other grandma, Grandma Cora? Um, she asked why you didn't have any teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <Man>. you. <laughs> yeah. had a hard time with both of the grandmas. <laughs> he had. I wasn't warned about either of them. No, but she, uh, Cora was, she was, you know. I don't know. I think at the time that you met her, she was declining and she, I think was super confused when she met you for the first, I think she was sick. We met her, um, at the nursing home and she's like, he is so nice, but why doesn't he have any teeth? Tell him I'll pay for braces. And I was like, and you have like the most beautiful teeth. And I'm like, I have no clue what she's talking about, but sorry about that, Adam. And she said it right in front of you. So anyways, Good, we still good got times. married. We still got married, and they both support you, babe. So we talked that this chapter is important. Mm-hmm. Why so mm-hmm. important? Why? Why is it so important? Why is it so important? Because because Graham is so significant in my life, and you know it's funny as we get older, I realize the importance of relationships with every year that passes, and I don't think at the time, so I got to live with Graham two different times. One, when I was an intern at an advertising agency, when I still didn't really realize Tippy Toes was my calling in life, and then I lived with her when I started to expand Tippy Toes in Kansas City right before you and I got married, and I don't think I realized then the impact and the significance of living with her, but it was so impactful and I've carried it so many lessons that I learned from her throughout my life. And um, little did I know at 20 years old or 19 or 18, however old I was those two times that it was going to, you know, really impact my life. And so, um, I just felt 
so strongly about this chapter and about other people learning from her. So glad it's in there because I feel like it's one that you get a lot of comments about. Yeah. That people love it and um, social media, I feel like that's the one that mm-hmm. pops up on a lot of pages. Right. You know what it is? It's I feel like overwhelmingly this is a top chapter. And so I'm like, it's so funny that they were going to cut it. And really it's the one consistent one that I always get feedback from. So it's because it was a 75 year old guy trying to cut it. Yeah, exactly. He didn't know. know. Yeah. So you get into talking about um, kind of intimate stories about the final days and Mm -hmm. time at her funeral. Yeah. What's the biggest lesson you took during that time? You know what? Graham was a friend to all and I share about this deeply in the chapter, but you know, when you're 99 years old and we had, I don't know, 20 or 30 people surrounding her on her bedside when she passed away, that's significant all in itself. But then at her funeral, um, I had a conversation with one of the people there kind of running the funeral and he had programs and I was going to help him pass them out. And he gave me a hundred of them. And I said, is this enough? Like, and he said, and he started laughing. He said, no, it's your gram. I printed off 700 and there ended up a little shy of 700 people showing up and she's 99 years old. And I think that was just so impactful to me that, um, I think about Tim Tebow. He has a quote, like, you're never too young. You're never too old. You're never too, you know, uh, smart or dumb or whatever, all this stuff um, to make an impact. And I think about Graham, a lot of people, when I speak at big events, um, will come up to me and say, you know, you talk about taking action, but I'm 80 years old. And I'm like, you still have a purpose. If you're still breathing, if you're still living, you still can make an impact in people's lives. And Graham was a great testament to that. And until I'll, I'll never forget for her birthday in April, her 99th birthday, my mom had friends over my mom's friend. She made an impact then, you know, and then she passed away a a couple months later, but up until her final days, she was still impacting people. And I think we all have that great gift to be able to do that. And we must not stop because God's called us for big and great things. You know, um, there's a, I think it's a verse, maybe a saying, Mm -hmm. I think it's in the Bible, but they talk about, um, that we need to do eternal work mm-hmm. on this temporary life. Mm. And it's a temporary life we live in. Graham mm-hmm. is a reminder, even though it's 99 years of temporary, but mm-hmm. she did some serious eternal work. Gosh, she did. And mm-hmm. she was single most of that time and, mm-hmm. and uh, doing it on her own, living in two story house with a bed up mm-hmm. on the second floor and mm-hmm. um, playing golf every day. Yeah. Yeah. She lived an amazing life. I love that. And talk about eternal, like the impact she made on people. And hopefully through my story, more people than she would ever even know um, through what, um, you know, when your parents, that's an alarm that goes off to, you need to go pick up your kids. Pick up your kids. Pick up your kids. We're going to finish this. So, But yes, she made a huge impact on, on me and hopefully through people reading this chapter, several people more. So mm-hmm. can could we go through top 10 things you learned about Graham? Yes. Would you be prepared for that? So prepared, babe. So prepared that I wrote about it in my book. You're oh. so good. You're so prepared for these podcasts and I'm 
thankful. Well, good. <laughs> you help. Yes. So the first thing that I learned from Graham is let people know you love them. And that's one of my very favorite things because I think it's so important to encourage and always share the value people bring to your life because when people feel loved and valued, um, you can have so many more breakthroughs. And so I think that's significant. Um, the next thing is celebrate people big. And I think you are the king of this. You're so good. But the little things and the big things, Graham celebrate. Like she had no problem making other people feel special and important. And it could be a random Tuesday or a cloudy Thursday. She made you feel special. Um, send handwritten notes. I probably have, I don't know, 50 handwritten notes from her. And it's just so cool. Um, I, I love handwritten notes. And that was when I was a kid, my mom used to make us always write them. And I hated it. But now, like with everything being so tech-driven, it's really nice to just get an encouraging note in the mail. And I learned that from her. Um, this is one that I know you like, Adam, is find a passion and be all in. Graham was a huge sports fan. Football, baseball, golf were her favorites. And she um, loved the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City Royals. She loved gambling on horses. She loved gambling in general, she loved picking teams and um, being on the golf course. And so she was just passionate about life. And I feel like when people are passionate about life, like anything, just be passionate about it, then you become interesting. When you become interesting, people, you know, want to have conversations with you and then you grow friendships. So that's one that I love. Don't be afraid to dress up for Halloween. This is a silly one, but Graham dressed up like every year as a dog. <laughs> she loved it. She loved passing out candy. Like she was the, you go to the old lady's house that was dressed like a dog. Like who doesn't love her <laughs> instantly adorable. Um, so Graham, and this is probably too long for the podcast, but we were at her 95th birthday and she gets up and there's probably, do you remember this? Uh, yes. Were you there? I was there. Okay. I thought you were, but you just looked at me like you were confused. No, I couldn't. I, yeah. I remember. You remember? So we were there and she gets up and there's what, 50 family members and we're having this brunch for her 95th birthday. And she gets up and she's like, she's ornery, like super ornery. And she's like, I have some news that I have to share with everybody. And everybody kind of looks at each other and I'm like, oh my gosh, she like secretly got married or she has a kid that nobody knows about. Like I'm going like crazy. She's Because she was a very healthy 95 year old. So right. Nobody yeah. thought like, Bad. Bad. They thought and crazy. like she, yeah, crazy. And so or I'm like, she's gonna have a boyfriend walk in or something. And she starts pulling down her sweater by the top of her arm and she's like, I got a tattoo three years ago. <laughs> and she we all start dying laughing and she's like, I was so worried that I was gonna get a tattoo and die, and it would say in my obituary, died from a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, but she just makes life more fun. Um, number seven was remember the details about others. I think one of the things that I loved is that when people would have a hardship or a celebration or something, my mom, my Graham knew what they wanted. Like she'd bring him Bailey's Irish cream if that's what they liked or a can of Coke or a Winstead's hamburger. She knew what they loved and um, spoke their language. Um, the other thing is she would take long walks and she'd talk to everybody. So she had neighbors. She knew the whole neighborhood because she'd stop and actually engage with people, which I feel like we 
have lost that art nowadays is we don't stop and talk. We're looking at our phones or checking an email. We don't just like soak everything in. Um, nine, which I took notes from her is convertibles make life more fun, which I think I got a convertible because she had one, wanted to be like her. And then last, but definitely not least is love God and others. Well, she had an immense faith and a passion for Jesus. And, um, I just, I don't know. I loved it so much and it impacted my mom and my parents' marriage and me greatly. And so I'm just super thankful for those 10 specific things. You know, the, uh, number nine, the convertibles make life more fun Mm -hmm. and not put you on the spot. But I think, um, one of the early days when we didn't have much money and you you didn't have much money Mm -hmm. and I can't remember what happened to her car. Something happened to her car. Mm-hmm. She was l- losing it, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe she got in an accident. But you, she didn't need a car anymore. She was like in her late 80s. <laughs> didn't need a car anymore, but she loved convertibles so much. Mm-hmm. And again, didn't have a lot of money to be given, but you felt it, she needed a convertible. Mm-hmm. And you paid the $200 a month mm-hmm. uh, for her to have a convertible just to keep her happy. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you remember how many miles she put on it when we <laughs> turned around and sold it five years later, but it yeah. wasn't, wasn't many miles that she <laughs> used it, but, but you just mm-hmm. wanted her to still have that convertible because mm-hmm. she loved it so much. Yeah. Well, she was special and she deserved much more and, you know, I don't know. I'm just thankful. It was a small thing I could do, but it Kyle, you know, brought a big smile, which, you know, forever grateful for that. So yes, those are just a special chapter, Adam. Good chapter, babe. Thanks. Well, hopefully people can learn these lessons too. So farewell. Goodbye. (laughs) You keep singing that wrong. Goodbye. Farewell. So long. Farewell. So that's the problem. Life is going to go by. All right. If you know the words to this song, so long farewell it's do you know would you know what it's from adam um the magical life or the magical what is the magical uh, life well, it's kind of the mix between a wonderful life and whatever the <laughs> white christmas no. <laughs> <laughs> no. i don't know what yeah, is it you definitely don't know i'm not gonna tell you i'm gonna it's ask a black you and white show week. No, it's not. The farewell goodbye song? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. All right. It was a good podcast till the end. Wah, wah. <laughs> Turn it off earlier. Okay. Love ya. See ya. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place. And to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, 
You are destined for greatness.